Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is our sixth day of Podmas where we're putting out an episode every day in the lead up to Christmas this year. So a special Christmas gift to our listeners. What's today's episode? Today we are looking at Netflix 274th film from 2020. It's the surrealist psychological thriller I'm Thinking of Ending Things. It's directed by Charlie Kaufman and stars Jesse Plemons, Jesse Buckley, Tony Collette, and David Thewillis. I'm Jesse. Thanks for joining me. We're getting there. A couple of days, couple of days into December. Um, hopefully, you're, you're listening along every single day. And this one is probably one of the bigger films that we're going to cover this uh, Podmas season because uh, there are a lot of international films coming up. But this one is a big film. It's been by seen by a lot of people, so I'm excited to talk about it. As always, if you are keen on checking this film out, haven't been one of the people that have managed to see it in the last few years, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because we kick the show off with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about a newish couple going on a trip to meet the boyfriend's parents, but what is real and what isn't. <laughs> this this film is very, very hard to talk about because uh, the, it's uh, very conceptual and, and very visual and... Uh, you know, the, I can understand, and I'm, probably, I'm getting into it a little bit earlier, I can understand why people may not like this film, but we're going to talk about it anyway, and we do like to talk about how it ended up on Netflix, so we start off, this is, this is uh, adapted from a novel from 2016 of the same name, authored by Ian Reid, we go to January of 2018, where it was announced that Charlie Kaufman was adapting the novel, um, same title, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, for Netflix as well as directing it, and we go to December, where Brie Larson was cast with Jesse Plemons in this film. We sort of go forward then to March of 2019 where Jesse Buckley, Tony Collette and David Thulis were um, joining the cast with Buckley replacing Larson because Larson had to step down to focus on Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame in that year as well. March of 2019 is when principal photography began in Fishkill, New York. It was completed by April 29, and as of November the 7th of 2019, the film was in post-production. So, nice little turnaround. According to the director, Charlie Kaufman, Netflix pushed back against the film's, um, you know, 137 to 1 aspect ratio because they were concerned that viewers would think that there was something wrong with their TVs. And I guess that's the issue sometimes when you're making films for a streamer. Um, the the creative choices that you'd make for a cinema screen uh, don't necessarily, you know, um, come over to to the, the small television screen as well. Now, a little bit of information about the film. There's a, Tony Collette wears some wigs. Um, so one of the wigs that she was wearing in this film was originally made for the TV show Stranger Things for Netflix. Um, and it was the wig that the boys put on Eleven in the first season. It, it was modified for Colette and used in this film. So that's a nice little fact about this film. Um, and the idea, and, and this is very heavy spoiler territory, but the idea that the young woman, uh, that Jake and the janitor are all the same person is made very clear in the novel where it's not that clear in the film. The film is more open for interpretation about what's going on, but the author's in, in you know idea was that all of these characters are, are the same person. Translations around the world. So in uh, Spanish, this one's called I Think About the End. In Bulgarian, it's called I Think I'm Done. In French, it's called I Just Want to End It. In Japanese, it's called Let's End This Already. In Portuguese, it's called Everything Ends Now. In Czech, it's called I Guess It Will End. And in Chinese, it was called I Want to End It. Vietnamese, they, they always go a little bit different sometimes on their titles. And their title for this was Should It Be Terminated? With a question mark. Not sure I like that title. Um, 
good old Vietnamese with their titles. Uh, so this film, this this film did debut. Uh, in a short theatrical release from the 28th of August 2020 before hitting Netflix worldwide on the 4th of September 2020. As I mentioned, filmed in and around New York State. This I'm not even going to list any of them because this had 120 nominations across the award circuit for that year. It won 14, but 120 noms. That is a lot of nominations for this film. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? On Rotten Tomatoes, it is certified fresh. It sits at 82% from critics on 269 reviews. Awful lot of people. Audience, 50%. So quite a bit lower. That's on more than 1,000 ratings too. So a little bit of a difference there between the critics and audiences. IMDb, 97,000 people have logged this. It sits at a 6.6 out of 10. So in that solid sort of area. Letterboxd, a little bit higher. It sits at a 3.5 out of 5. And that's on nearly 351,000 ratings. That, that is so many for Letterboxd. And if we look at how many people actually logged it on Letterboxd, 492,000 people. That's nearly half a million people have logged this on Letterboxd as having watched. Crazy. Um, Metacritic, this is this is positive from the critics. Sits at a 78 out of 100 on 46 reviews. So in that green traffic light system. And again, the audience is also in that green section. Sits at a 6.8 out of 10 on 279 reviews. So some big ratings there from Metacritic as well. What are my early thoughts on this film? Um, I'd seen this film. I, I watched this film when it came out and I really enjoyed it the first time around. I looked at, I looked at my notes um, from when I watched it the, the first time around and they did not make sense. Uh, my my take from the film the first time I watched it uh, was still a positive take, but my comments didn't make sense. So I probably appreciated it more this second time around. Um, in, in looking at it again and, and revisiting what it's trying to say. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, this, this is not going to be for everyone. I, I can 100% see why some people may hate this film. Uh, so it, it's a little bit on that borderline. Um, if you don't like this film, you're probably not listening anyway. So let's talk about the characters. And obviously, as I sort of mentioned before, these characters, it's very hard because they're all the same. So if we take that line and an interpretation that um, the janitor is this guy that is living living a lonely life jake is him as a younger man falling in love with a young woman and this is his account of his life and, and a missed opportunity with a young woman and his opportunity to you know impress his parents bring her home and, and we probably see that this janitor spent a lot of his life looking after his parents but on the screen we, we see jake and this female who or this young woman who, who changes personalities throughout but jake is this this character that sort of assimilated different films and, and fictional stories into his own imaginary version of life, I guess. Um, he seems like a real bore. Um, it, it's like he has no ability to actually communicate and always wants to stop in this car for a snack because, you know, is that the idea that this, this story that he's coming up with is falling apart? Um, I mean, he looks really closed off to the world and this is probably reflected through that idea of the janitor. Um, this, this kid that was bullied at school, um, but we know that and we see this through, I guess it's all through his point of view anyway, that his parents respect the idea that he works hard. And, and you know, as a kid, he got this diligence pin that was, that was really, you know, well respected by his parents. But that idea possibly that he's not too bright. And, and, and this is all, you know, if you're interpreting it this way, this, this is Jake. The, the janitor is Jake. And Jake is this ideal or this idealized version of his younger self. And this, this woman that, that we see throughout this film is sort of this fantasy sort of version of a person that he met once long ago. And and Jake, um, 
you know, possibly appears to suffer some, from some mental health issues, which are probably emphasized through a lifetime of extreme loneliness and, and needing to come up with a, a, these characters and these ideas. And this older Jake has created this fantasy girl made up of the books and the, and the, the films that he's seen that I mentioned before. And, and, and her as a character, this young woman character, she keeps shifting throughout the film as he tries out different versions of her, I guess. I mean, we see Lucy, Louisa, Yvonne, Lucia, Ames. They, these are all characters that he tries a different name to try something out a little bit different. And um, it's like he's hoping he can land on a version of a female where it all works out for them and, and for him. And it seems like musicals and, and school productions are, are the things that get him through. That The kids that come through those corridors at the school that he works at as a janitor are what keeps him surviving and keeps him going. Um, I think it appears that he had to take care of his aging parents at some time and he was devoted to this and ensuring they they had a good life but i feel that he got no recognition for this for the for the good work that he did and, and that's why possibly with their passing that's where he's at at this moment is this you know what have i got to live for sort of moment um and, and this woman that we speak about this figment of jake's imagination it plays out the character that jake almost can't remember or, or doesn't know anything about it's like you know the the, the jobs it's like he's, he's creating jobs you know at one stage she's working on a rabies infection paper she's a painter she's a she works in genealogy she's a waitress it's like he's coming up with these ideas or these ideals of, of, of what he wants in a, a partner that he hasn't quite been able to get in real life so quite a sad character realistically um if that if that's how you take this film obviously that that's that's sort of the line that i'm going down with this um the director charlie kaufman Big name director, um, you know, such such a good amount of work. Um, if you think about the, that film, Syndico, New York, um, one of my favorites of his is Animalisa, this um, stop motion, very out there sort of film. Uh, he wrote Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, um, Adaptation, Being John Malkovich, all these films that, that are about life um, and some very interesting takes on life too in sort of a, an out there sort of way. So you can sort of see where the idea of this film came from with him as a director as well. All right, we, we talk about some scenes that we liked or, or we didn't like. So it's really tricky for this film about scenes because there are literally a few moments. We've got a car ride, we've got a visit to a house, another car ride, and a scene at a school. So it's hard to break down moments from these scenes, I guess, that, that sort of stood out. But I guess for me, the, the first thing in the car, where you sort of see as an audience that something's really off is where you hear the woman sort of say it was in a, a monologue almost moment where she says i'm thinking of ending things and jake says did you say something so that sort of gives you that that idea that as an audience we we can't see her mouth moving we can hear what she's thinking and jake can hear that as well so that sort of puts you off straight away and makes you start to question everything that you see on the screen so i like that um the girl in the car she she says this poem and uh, you know she goes on and and jake says you know it's like you wrote that about me it sort of made me laugh and obviously later in the film we see that this poem's in in the bedroom at the house as well but i thought that was quite funny the camera work at the mother and father's house super cool super clever just to progress time to see what time frame we're in it did a really good job of um you know you don't want to be confused as an audience member but the idea of that confusion of what's going on i thought that was really good uh we we, we see this quick cut uh, to the dinner table where there's this dead pig sitting there and it's funny because we just had this story about maggots in a pig i thought that was really clever editing uh in the car on the way home from well not not quite home but on the way back from the dinner at, at jake's parents house there's this quick cut of the girl sitting in the car talking it's a quick cut of someone different 
it's just a quick insight into Jake's mind. And we, we've, we have seen this female in a TV show that the janitor is watching at, at the school. So uh, that was really cool. And I like the idea that, you know, Jake's saying he knows the school like the back of his hand. And then we get this shot of his hand being wrinkly and old. Just, just such clever editing and storytelling um, throughout this film. Things that didn't stand out for me, I think... There's a scene where the dad has dementia. Uh, Jake's dad has dementia, and he's going on about Jake, and 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 it was sad because dementia is obviously sad. But I thought the dialogue was a little bit iffy. He's talking about the the bed, and it's a single bed, and it's too small for two grown ups, and you know talks about them not being able to get you know get it on in that bed. I thought that was a little bit gross. And then the, the at the school at the end, there's this dance scene. It's very interpretive. I'm not into interpretive dance. I don't know. I just didn't like that to finish the film off either. But other than that, pretty positive, uh, if you can make sense of what's going on. Themes, ideas in this film. This, this film is trying to say so much. There, there is so much in this film that you could take out, and someone else could take something out completely different from this film than I took. But that idea of aging, of rotting, of decay, we see this through the pig with the maggots in its stomachs. We see Jake's parents aging. That, that idea that the past influences who we become, the choices that we don't make, you know, just talking to a female in a diner that's a waitress that you're interested in, it, it changes everything. Um, and that's that idea of time, of dying. Um, dual identities too that these dreamlike realities and and frustrations um and that idea too lonely men and the women that they hope will save them um the importance of friendship and and of having real connections in the world if you don't have friends you're going to be isolated and that, that's really sad too and and they talk a lot about these human constructions that that idea of hope time connection depression these are all constructs these aren't physical things that you can touch so they're all created by humanity and and we see that too through that danger of confusing art with reality too the power of movies to infect minds um or mislead ideas or, or literature or or art or, or anything along those lines too and 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 through relationships are we are we even real to one another or does does each of us sort of project our inner desires our inner desires and anxieties outward turning these these feelings of others and mirroring our own self through our relationships because that idea too, you, you can't end things. We, we hear that line throughout this film, I'm thinking of ending things. You can't end things, nothing ends. Life just goes on. Um, I, I like that idea too of ice. We, we obviously see lots of snow, the snowstorm's coming. There's constant talk about putting the chain on the tires too and and our characters stop at an ice cream shop too. That, that idea that once ice cream melts, it's done. A bit like life, you know, is, is it finished? You can't rebuild it if, if you, you're rock bottom. Uh, and, and that final credits roll. You can hear the the scrapping of, of metal and vehicles coming. That 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 idea that maybe things can end, and, and I think that's a good closure too. Um, what did I take away from this film? I, I, this film has to heavily rely on Jesse Plemons and and Jesse Buckley for this role, and without the two of them, this wouldn't work. I think Brie Larson, as great an actor actress as she is, I think that that change up worked wonders for this film. So that's what I'm taking away from this. Some questions, some pondering, some thoughts, some ideas. I think that that idea, and I think this probably is a little bit gross. The, the premise of a fantasy woman being created by an older man—it's a little bit gross. That this whole film is is based around a fantasy idea of an old guy. Kind of gross. I don't know if anyone else thinks that's gross. Um, and and is this film like? Is it about a relationship ending or the idea? And you know, maybe there wasn't even a relationship there to start with. So is it the idea of ending the sadness of, of past poor choices and and finally letting go of this idea of a girl that that our character the janitor never really had anyway 
and and I think it's pretty clear that the janitor does kill himself at the end. Um, but is that after he kills this idea of of the girl to stop thinking about what might have been? Um, and as well, everyone has issues with parents. We see that there, there are quite a lot of um, issues with parents in this film as well. Uh, there's, a, there's a, I, sorry, I keep ranting a little bit. There's, there's hundreds of these empty drink or like ice cream containers in the bin at the school. Like, how long has this janitor been at the school by himself? That desolation, that idea. Oh, it's just there's so much to think about. This this film is not a very positive film. Um, but I'm ready to wrap it up. So I think you know, as I've said, like this film, it's not going to be for everyone. It, it, it's confusing at times. It doesn't make sense at times as well, and it's very ranty at times too. But you got to think about it. You got to sit back, look at and listen to what you've actually seen because there's so much to take away from it and it's done in such a visually stunning way it's really hard not to enjoy this film so i'm giving this a four and a half out of five for me mj who uh, often is on this show with me he's seen this one as well he's given it a four and a half as well so um sorry yeah four and a half is is where we sit for our flicks forum average we're on socials we've got instagram facebook and x which is formerly known as twitter the question i wanted to ask for this episode is what are the scratches on that basement door? I mean, it's it's given away that the idea it's the dog. Jimmy the dog's the one that keeps scratching the door. But is this is this our janitor or, or our character Jake? Is he hiding the truth about what's going on? What's the symbolism of the scratches on that door? I'm really interested to hear what people's thoughts are. We are back tomorrow. <laughs> we are back tomorrow. Um, tomorrow we've got another 2020 film. This one is uh, mixing it up quite a bit. This is a black comedy slasher called The Babysitter Killer Queen. This one's directed by McGee and stars Judah Lewis, Emily Aylan Lind, Jenny Ortega, Robbie Amell, Andrew Batchelor, Leslie Bibb, Hannah Mae Lee, Bella Thorne, Samara Weaving, and Ken Marino. This is a sequel. We, we covered the first... Uh, film just called the babysitter many years ago now so we've got an episode for that so if you've seen the original listen to us talk about that one before you come back tomorrow to listen to me talk about uh the babysitter killer queen not necessarily a christmas themed film as always thanks for listening and i will see you tomorrow